I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com with Brandon Huffman. We're up at an event with Tracy Ford. Lots of guys out here that uh, just kind of scary what the future holds in the state of Washington but I think what um, people up here in Seattle want to know about is some of the guys that are visiting this week as well as some of the guys last week and I think that uh, if you can talk to us a little bit about Sam Sam Tamisi tell us about uh, Tamisi yeah um Used to go by Sam Bakalahi, and then he changed his name. How do you spell that? It's a V A K V A K A L A H I, and then he switched it to Monty this off season. And uh, you know, we like it. We, we actually had him at one point as one of our top. I call him Tamisi. Tamani is who I meant. It's all right. He goes, it may be that in a couple of weeks anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, he was a guy that we had as our one of our top two interior linemen uh, in the old days of our previous network. Um, but schools like him as a defensive tackle, and it's rare to find a guy who is a potentially elite D tackle, potentially elite guard. Depending on depth chart, I mean, if there's a lot of defensive tackles that show up, you can move him to guard, and he'd be affected there. But I love guys like that that have that athleticism. That and he, he's he's a big guy, so he's got some strength, he's got some nasty to him, but he also has some athleticism. You look at him, you may not think he's that athletic, but he gets off the ball real quick, gets a great push, gets into the backfield. And then you watch him as an offensive lineman, a lot of lot of nasty, just a real physical guy. Washington fans were all caught up on um, uh, Tom to- Tommy Togiai. Talk to me about the difference between these two. You know, to me, the difference is one guy's playing in Salt Lake City and one guy's playing in Idaho. And I try not to put too much of an emphasis on where you're playing. But I watched what Tamani did against other Utah players. And so, yeah, yeah, he dominated offensive linemen in Idaho. But remember the context. It's Idaho. Now, two weeks ago when the updated TOTS 247 rankings came out, there's a lot of, you know, bloodshed and a lot of people that were upset that he dropped in the rankings. And as I explained it there, as I explained to you guys, he never really dropped in the rankings for us because we never were that high on him. In fact, I saw both those guys at the same event this spring. Tamani was better at that. Togiai, when he wants to be, can't turn it on. But, you know, to me, I think UW got a great player in Tamani and a guy that I think is uh, really fits that OKG. And, and frankly, you're going to keep a pipeline going into Salt Lake City more than you are to Pocatello. And I think that's crucial. Uh, MJ Tafisi. Yeah, uh, another guy who, uh, linebacker that I think has got a lot of uh, ability. I'm going to get to see him next month at the Polynesian Bowl. I know Blair Angulo is very high on him. He's been one of his. He's our highest rated three-star defensive player out west this year. Um, right there on the border, we'll get a chance to see him at the Polynesian Bowl. If he has a big week, he could be a guy that moves up. He looks like a real physical player. Physical, nasty, really athletic. And that's the thing, you know, it, it's a lot of times nowadays they're either physical or you're athletic, but he's a combination of that two. We just want to see a little bit more consistently, but I think he's another guy that I think his best football is still ahead of him. i got to go talk to Bob Rondo on the next guy. Zion Tupolei Fatui. Yeah, ZTP is what we're going to okay. call him. Another kid, he's the number two player in the state of Hawaii, uh, right behind Kanai Moaga. Uh, we're going to get to see Zion next month at the Polynesian Bowl as well. He's another guy that's knocking on that door to potentially end up as a four-star in those final rankings leading up to the, the real national signing day in February. Uh, I know folks in Hawaii are really high on him out of Pearl City, uh, a guy that I think has got a chance to be a really good player. Just didn't get out to a lot of events on the mainland, so it's kind of a, more of a film guy, but another guy that Blair got to see this spring and summer and really likes a lot. A couple of guys that Washington fans don't know a whole lot about, um, you know, kind of the guy flying under the radar, Dominique Campton. He fits the mold of what Jimmy Lake looks for. 
And if there's anybody in the conference in the secondary that finds their guy and likes their guy and develops their guy better than Jimmy Lake, I haven't seen him. So if he fits what Jimmy Lake likes, then there's chances are good he's going to be an impact player. Got some length. He's got a lot of athleticism. One of those guys that I think too is you know comes from a great program at Centennial High School down in Peoria. Uh, has put out a lot of players into the collegiate levels. So he's going up against good players each week, going up against good players each day in practice. And another guy that I think is a real coachable player. Yeah, they're going to be able to develop, and there's probably not going to be the immediate need for him to come in and play. But if he is needed to play early, he can make that jump. Uh, another guy down in Emerald Ridge, down in Puyallup, Mosiah um, Liao, um, committed to Utah early, and I think he just kind of flew under the radar to Washington fans. They don't know a lot, but uh, tell us a little bit about Mosiah. Yeah, I got a chance to see him in early October. You know, he was interesting because he moved up to Washington from the Bay Area and was not at real glamour school when he was in the Bay Area. Comes up to Washington. Like you said, it floated under the radar. Boise State was after him. Utah was after him. Washington State was after him. And then UW obviously had some bigger fish that they were in for, but you couldn't ignore the season that he had this year. And so when they offered him, it didn't take him long. I think within a day, he flipped or he decommitted. And then five, six days later, he committed to Washington. Uh, another guy that I think is just, uh, he's going to develop. He's got great athleticism, great quick first step, and frame to still add some weight but not sacrifice his athleticism and his quickness off the ball. One of the guys in for a visit this week, uh, Husky fans have been all over Brandon. Is it Coho or Keho? Brandon Keho. He's right now the number two defensive player in the state of Nevada, which is pretty good company because the number one is Paula Ia Gaeteote. And those two are every bit. Uh, the top defensive players that you would expect. Good friend of ours, Trent Herzog, who you know you and I both yep. know very well. Uh, he's got a chance to go over and see Brandon. Every time he's gone to see Brandon, he's texting me, Huff, five stars, Huff, five stars. He'll be at the U.S. Army Bowl. He'll be at the Polynesian game. We'll get a chance to see him up in Reno. You know, they're not going up against the great competition up there in the Reno area. But I saw him at the opening in Oakland. He was the highest-rated spark athlete at the opening in Oakland. Put up some monster numbers testing-wise. But then it wasn't just what he does in, you know, T-shirt and shorts. You look at his film, you, you see him in pads, and he's just a phenomenal football player. He can play a number of positions. I like him as an inside guy eventually when he gets into college, but uh, a guy that I think UW fans should be really excited about because, remember, he wasn't listing UW in his late top five in the summer, and then there was a, a snafu with the class that he needed to take to get into Washington. He decided to take that class, and to me that showed there's a lot of interest in Washington. Alabama's in the mix, but as I've said numerous times, of course, it got blown out with Tommy Togia this week, is... More often than not, Polynesian kids don't like to go too far from mom and dad, and I think that bodes well for Washington. He's still committed to BYU, but I don't think that thing ends up being the marriage that it was a year and a half ago when he first committed. We're up here in Bellevue, Tracy Ford's uh, deal. There are some young monsters (laughs) just outside that door. We're looking at one right now that may be the top prospect in the state right now, regardless of class. And it's JT Tumalau. He's what, 15? 15. I don't even think he's 15 yet. Freshman in high school. He's been in high school for four months. He's six what? Six five? Six five, two forty. And uh, you know, oh he's, he's playing linebacker this year. Oh he can my. drop into coverage, he can get after the quarterback. <laughs> you know, talking to him too, he's like, My heart's a defensive end. That's what I want to play. And I'm like, You're six five, two forty as a freshman, you're gonna be a defensive end in college. Watched him three times this year. Almost every time he was the best player on the field, besides Malik Putney. Uh, and, you know, when your first two offers of freshman in high school are the two Pac-12 schools playing in New Year's Six Bowls, that shows you the caliber of player that you are. And he's a freshman. And he's a freshman. 
<laughs> again, Trent Herzog, remember this summer having breakfast with Trent. He was up in Seattle. We were talking about JT. He's like, the best player in the state right now, Huff, I'm telling you, is JT Tumo. I'm like, the kid isn't going to start at high school. He's like, you watch. It took me two games to watch. I'm like, all right, Trent, you get what you're talking about. He is a special player. And he's an Eastside Catholic. Exactly, with a lot so of other guys. Just one or two more guys that jump out. Of you just on, I mean, these guys are just in sweats, but there's some... Big dudes. Yeah. You know, DJ Rogers, another one. He's a, had big shoes to fill this year, taking over for Hunter Bryant. Did an admirable job at Eastside Catholic. Obviously, G's got another 2020 kid out of Eastside Catholic. Uh, big receiver. And then a kid who's not real big, but he's got a big name in this area, is Sam Heward down at Kennedy. 2021 kid. On the, you know, you talk about JT Tumalo. One thing that fans of the University of Washington should be really excited about is, you know, Chris Peterson's had great success in state. The pipeline coming up these next couple of years oh in state are as I've been up here since 2003, 2004. I can't remember when I moved up here. The talent and the young talent in this state is better than I've ever seen it with elite players. And I mean, you got a guy like Damian Heward's kid that grew up watching Washington football. His dad's office, what, 100 feet from Chris Peterson's office, he looks down onto Husky Stadium, and you see this left-handed quarterback who Chris Peterson had a little success with a left-handed quarterback at Busey <laughs> State. You know, you could be senior quarterback of the future in a few years, but young kid, I mean, I saw you talking to him. He still looks like he's about he's, 12. He said he hasn't picked up a football in a while because he's a point guard on the basketball team. There you go. So he's getting a different type of grip on a ball, but yeah. got his first offer last week from Nevada. So, uh, again, I, I mean, to me, what's most impressive is you got a couple freshmen in this state already with offers, and that five, six years ago was unheard of in this state. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Brandon, we'll cut it short and get this out the first thing in the morning, so uh, thank Thanks for taking a moment with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.